Aloha, Katie Friedman here. Professionally, I'm an ophthalmic consultant, dispensing optician, and an emerging podcaster. Throughout over 35 years experience fitting spectacles and contact lenses, working back office for ophthalmologists, managing optometric practices, teaching optical technology, and lecturing nationally, I've seen clever, easy, and very effective ways to increase revenue for a doctor's practice. Welcome to Eyes on Profits. Aloha, Katie here with another special guest. I am so excited to share this person with you. I met Tammy Robar, I think it was maybe a year ago, and that's all. And that was in a place where she was able to get resources for her her low vision, no vision situation. So uh, it's my pleasure and honor to introduce to you Tammy Robar. Hi, Tammy. Hi, Katie. How are you? I'm doing great. So, Good. Tammy, would you just share your experience of, of when you first met me? Um, wow. So... I went into um, Assistive Technology Resource Center, and I was going to um, be partnered with um, a trainer. And I think at the first meeting, um, we talked a little bit, and you kind of got me situated, and um, you helped me along. You helped me with the beginnings of um, my exploration of fusion. And um, you really helped me really navigate some of that um, that I needed to know. Uh, so for the people who don't know what fusion is, can you share that with them? What it is, what fusion so, is and why it's so important for you right now? So fusion is a combination of two products, JAWS, um, which is um, a screen reader software and uh, ZoomText, which is a magnification software. So I had only used ZoomText prior, and um, I was trying to get my, uh, what would you say, my skills up to par. And now that they had the combination of the two and they worked together hand in hand, I thought, okay, let me go in and learn this um, combination. And then I would get a better uh, hold on you know, my, my computer skills. Okay, Fabio, so why do you need, why did you need to have the Zoom text? And why do you now need to, to go and have a screen reader? Uh, sure, I'm, I am legally blind. Um, I was born legally blind. And um, I have optic atrophy. So it's a hereditary condition on my mom's side. And um, I've had it all my life. So that's pretty much what I've known is the, you know, the little vision that I have. And um, so I'm always looking for uh, technology that will help me navigate, um, you know, the device that I'm using, computer, phone, um, iPad, anything like that. So this was the next step. Okay, well, fabulous. How did you find ATRC? I found ATRC through Ho'opono. Um, so my counselor steered me in the direction of looking for a, a trainer uh, to get me uh, used to the JAWS and um, the ZimTex, the fusion combination. So um, I hooked up with ATRC that way. 
Okay, fantastic. One of the things I was really impressed with you, Tammy, is how you use your phone to navigate just everything around you. How did you first learn about how to, how to use your phone as a navigational tool? Truthfully, um, everybody, I, not everybody, <laughs> a lot of people I know had a iPhone and a lot of blind people I knew. And so they were like, oh, you got to try this iPhone. It's great. It has a voiceover. You know, it's easy to use. And I said, okay. So I got myself an iPhone and I just practiced and practiced. <laughs> and I said, how do you do this? How do you do that? You know, ask questions. And um, the voiceover was so awesome. I couldn't believe how much of the screen it would read to me. Um, it made it so quick. Even when I did my email, I just popped in, found my email, and it read it to me so quickly. So I thought, this is great. I mean, sometimes I figure, you know, the, the next level that they do with um, when they do the new software on the iPhone, something comes out, and then the, uh, the voiceover just adapts to it so, so nicely. Oh, fabulous. How did you navigate your world when you were younger? Oh, let's see. When I was younger, um, uh, let's see. I I didn't have these technology. You know what I had? Oh my gosh! I'm thinking I had cassettes. <laughs> so back then, I used cassettes. Um, you know, recorded audio, and I would use that for books, or um, or I would go to the library for the blind, physically handicapped, and I would borrow things from them. But it would be cassettes. Um, that was my early introduction to anything like that. And then navigating um, physically, I did not have a cane until I was older. So I, you know, used what little vision I had um, to get around. But I always knew that I could, you know, benefit from something more. Um, even for reading, I, I never was introduced to Braille. I saw other people using Braille, and I thought, wow, that looks pretty fun. So, But I was never offered the opportunity to uh, learn Braille, which I really wish I would have been. And um, I think it would, made a, would have made a huge difference. Where did you go to school? I went to school here um, on Oahu, so I went to my, my elementary Washington Intermediate, and then Pro City High School. Okay. So did um, what was your interaction with doctors? And did they help you navigate your your world of, of low vision, no vision? Um, when I was younger, I don't remember. I just remember taking eye tests all the time, and, and the doctors going, oh, well, nothing's changed. So um, I, didn't, I don't remember a specific doctor until I got older. Um, when I got older, though, I would seek out a ophthalmologist who kind of knew a little bit more about our optic atrophy, and they would do um, the examination, and they would have more uh, answers, you know, like, well, what's going on? What's happening to my optic nerve? And they would describe, you know, what's happening uh, and give me information that I wanted. So I think when I got older is when I really saw um you know, a, a communication with my ophthalmologist. Did that person refer anybody to you? Did they refer any resources for you? They, everybody kind of always had the um, the main resources to Opono, um, because it's the, you know, DVR for the blind, right? 
Yeah. Um, so I think that's where they always, oh, and they also had back then at Ho'opono, they had a low vision clinic. So they had resources in there. I remember going in there and they had glasses, magnifiers, things to help you um, see close up, but it was strictly just low vision aids. So, but some of the doctors I remember now, they would refer me to that mm-hmm. low vision clinic. I'm surprised you didn't learn Braille there. I know, I know. I wish I would have, um, at the low vision clinic, I don't know if they could have taught me that, you know, not themselves, but they would have referred me to someone maybe. Yeah. But at school, you would think at school, they would say this, you know, child needs to learn Braille, but they, they did not do that. So I did not have that opportunity. Yeah. Oh, that, that's interesting. So were there any organizations that you connected with to, to help you connect with more people that were blind? I got connected, I'm sure I got connected with the National Federation of the Blind. And that was in my early twenties. And, um, I got connected with them, went to a uh, convention in Dallas was my first convention. And I was just so impressed. I mean, people were there, there were thousands of people there and everyone there um, was making their way around and using their phone and, you know, using whatever navigation tools they had. And um, I was just so impressed. So I bet you learned a lot from when you went to that convention about just different options that you maybe have never seen before up to this, up to this point. Yes. And it seemed like um, there were so many different, you know, how you said before this uh, interview, you said there's different, different people, right? Yeah. Um, everybody was different. Everybody had their own story, but, um, you know, basically we're all there to share our experiences and to, um, be connected and to just be, um, like family and, um, you know, be able to, to share with each other because we knew that we were going to get where we wanted to go. We just needed to figure out how we were going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. When you were at that convention, did you meet people that you are friends with to this day that don't live on the islands here? Let me think. Um, there probably are a couple. I would really have to search <laughs> and my mind and think about what that, who they were. But I've known, known people, especially you get, you don't personally get to know um, the president and, and things like that. But because we lived in Hawaii, the president would come here for our convention, our state convention. So I would meet our presidents and, and sometimes their families. And so that would be really an honor and, you know, just something exciting. Oh, that, that's great. I um, have one other question about, about the different devices that you, you use, because I know, okay, so I know that you are really so much better at, at using the, software the the fusion software oh i know where i wanted to go with this so when i worked with you i did not have the skills to properly train you i had skills as a as a teacher as an instructor so i was able to learn just enough of the of the um the fusion to be able to 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 have an introduction so what is the difference and i know that you have this this wonderful trainer now who is a, a certified jaws trainer so how was your experience 
in in going from a, a person a sighted person who could only teach you so much to using a a certified jaws trainer what was that experience and that growth like oh gosh it was um but you know first of all you did a great job and <laughs> you got me introduced to it and um we kind of took it from there and um my trainer was really uh just skilled in in, in the jaws uh, area and we just kind of went along and I plugged in the things that she would have me do and we would do them. I still need to get a hand on, um, you know, different uh, programs um, on my computer, but we, I'm sure we can do that sometime soon. But um, yeah, we really got, I really got a good feel for the fusion and how that works uh, and together with JAWS and ZoomText. That's fabulous. So besides email, what are you doing? What are you using your software for, your Fusion for? Um, my Fusion, I go on websites, look up things I need to look up and um, information for um, addresses or phone numbers. Or um, I look up uh, reading articles um, when I want to read something. And I do that with both the ZoomTex and JAWS. And let's see what else. The recipes. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff you can do. Recipes. Um, it's it, it's kind of like, it, you know, like on my phone, I use a lot of things on my phone as well because it's just so convenient and quick. Mm -hmm. So, and even Zoom, I've been doing on my phone. I know you can do it on your computer, but I haven't done that yet. So, well, you, you made me think of something recipes have you come across a website that has a recipe but because they are not compliant as far as as um so that somebody who who's blind so that they could actually use a a reader have you come across many websites that have you haven't been able to get the information from just because they they didn't have the conversion right or or ability for somebody who's blind to be able to get the information sure sure yes because um not all websites are accessible so i think when i get to one that's not it i'm, <laughs> I'm kind of like oh no this this one is not accessible so i have to find an alternative but um on my phone, my phone seems to go with anything. It seems to almost read anything. You know, what I find a lot of times the websites that are inaccessible are when you have to fill out forms um, or do something like that. Or, but then uh, my trainer showed me uh, one example on the computer of doing that, and it worked out. It was through um, APH, I believe, American Printing House for the Blind. Yes. And so they had an accessible website, of course, for sure. But a lot of times it isn't. I, I want people who are listening to this podcast to to hear this. This is this is pretty huge. In in our age of assistive technology, AI, artificial intelligence, and the the resources that are going to be coming to more and more available to us realize that people like like tammy and people with other disabilities are they're gonna if your website is not up to standards and and not able to be read by a screen reader 
or other tools that they're just going to say next. It's just too hard, especially when it comes to filling out forms. Right. If you want, if you want somebody who has uh, a visual disability to purchase something from you, make yes. it easy for them yeah. to do it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's really tough to be able to do it, and and also the value of of having an expert. I and and Tammy, you're so gracious. That expert made such a difference in you being able to navigate more in your life because because this this person. Um, besides the fact that she's a real sweetheart, she had the tools to be able to take you to the next level. And in, in many situations, that's all we need. I, yeah. I spoke yeah. with, with Tanya Drew, who's a chicken braille whisperer. And she talked <laughs> about how she, she uh, wasn't able to get all the connections, but she did learn braille. And then she was, now she's having a business with her braille. Tammy, how do you find the use of all of your technologies with all of you being able to use the software, the the fusion and all of and, and your phone with the text reader? How are you able to connect more with with possibly your family and your friends and navigate your world better? Um, let's see. Well, with my phone it connects me to everyone. Um, just, you know, by the messaging and uh, the only thing I find that is one thing that's not accessible all the time is they'll send me a picture and they, there's no caption. So I have no idea <laughs> what the picture is. Um, excellent. Excellent. I'm going to hold on that gang. It's called alt text, A L T T E X T. If it's the office manager or a person in the office doing the uh, the website, make sure that they know about this alt text. If they don't, have them contact me. Have them contact me, oh. Katie okay. at fivestaricare.com. That's K-A-T-I-E at the number five staricare.com. Yeah. So Tammy, thank you for reminding me about that. That's so important. Yay. You can't. I mean, they they can't read a picture. Screen readers can't right. read a picture. Exactly. Yeah. I remember one time uh, somebody was at ATRC and used the Uber. I was yes. so impressed with this young man, and he 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 got in the car and he said, "Okay, this is where I want to go." And he got in, and it was like not a big deal. And I think that sometimes I would make more of a big deal about it because I was thinking, how did he do this so fluidly? And I think that you gave the answer earlier, just practice. Practice. It's always practice. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, so when I got older, I decided to learn some Braille and I, I took a little course and then I learned the basics, but I read enough to read little, you know, little books and stuff, but not, you know, not very much, but, uh, you know, I tried to practice a lot, a lot, you know, but I still don't get as fluent as some people who have been reading it for quite a while. Yeah. Well, you use Audible books, right? Yes, I use Audible. Yes. Well, Tammy, I want to thank you so much for your time today. This has been a lot of fun. I really enjoyed thank it. Thank you. Is there, Thanks, Katie. Me too. Is there anything else that you might be able to maybe share? The Most of the people on the podcast listening to the podcast 
our doctors or people in the doctor's office. And what is it that you would like to just say to them to that you might have liked to have heard more of or or any kind of whatever from the doctor's office? I think that it's important that the doctors know that um, you know we're looking for um, medical of course answers but mostly what we're looking for is like if we are losing our sight that it's going to be okay to be blind because i think a lot of doctors their their job is right to to preserve the sight and um i know but they you know might not have the inclination to say you know what you, you you're losing your vision and you or you are blind or legally blind um so that's okay and we have resources that's what they need the doctors need the resources they need to know organizations like the national federation of the blind and they need to know where to send them their um, patients to to get the resources that they need so i think that's a main that's a main given there that um the doctors should you know be a little bit more um, positive do you have any other stories of when you were seeing a doctor regarding your eyes? Well, when I was about maybe my early 20s, um, I went to a referred doctor. Um, and he was, is supposed to be someone who was um, an expert in my medical condition, optic atrophy. So I went to see him and we did the examinations. Um, pretty much I was used to, you know, having those examinations. And then he said something to me that really caught me off guard. And he told me, you know, you really should not have any children. So I was just kind of surprised and, you know, just shocked that he would say that. And he just said, you know, yeah, you really shouldn't have any children. You have a chance of passing this down. And I thought, who is he to say, well, this is what you should or shouldn't do especially when it comes to something so um, personal. And um, I just had to just, you know, wash it off and just say, okay, I'm not going to listen to this guy. But of course, it sat with me for a little while. And But um, I always wanted to go back to him later and bring my kids with me and say, <laughs> look, I have two awesome children. So, um you know, so much for your words of non-encouragement. <laughs> wow. I, I think that this is really a profound story that that doctors are are there to help us guide our way through our vision at any stage of, of the vision. But to yeah. make a profound statement like that, that yeah. could have an adverse effect on your life. I mean, if you'd listened to this doctor, you wouldn't have those beautiful children you have now yeah yeah so uh, thank you so much for sharing that sure thank you so much for your time and that was a huge tip that was a huge tip for doctors and 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 staff to to just hear and and realize that gosh tammy that was huge that was huge mm. what you just said about you know it's it's not so bad being blind and yeah that's, yeah, if you have the right resources, then yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the right resources. That's a great tip. Okay, Tammy, thank you for your time. I want to say thank you to all the people listening today and go out and make it a great day. Aloha. Thank you, Katie.